it may seem unusual to go back to John the Baptist like we're going back to the season of Advent, but really John is wanting us to bring us to Christ. That was what he was all about. It's very interesting we're in the Gospel of St. John. Today we're going to be reading throughout the whole year Gospel of St. Matthew. And John, in the Gospel of St. John, does not narrate the baptism of Jesus. He said today, John the Baptist said, the reason why I came was that Jesus might be known. But he also interestingly says, I did not know him. I did not know him. And he said that a couple of times in the gospel. The question is, how did he come to recognize Jesus? It did not come automatically. It came gradually. There may have been several sightings. And then there was that, we might call that, that moment of grace when the lights go off and John the Baptist today says, Behold, the Lamb of God. And so it is in our own faith journey. Christ is with us all along. And then we might have that, that moment of grace when we recognize him. And from that moment on, our life is never the same again. Having just concluded the celebration of Christmas and now settling back into ordinary time, do we recognize Christ as he is journeying with us into the new year? The image that John used today as he points Christ out is a very ancient scriptural image, the Lamb, the Lamb of God, an image that is so loaded with meaning. And of course, we hear this as well when we celebrate the Eucharist, right before we receive. I hold it up and say, behold, the Lamb of God. It goes all the way back to the Old Testament, to the Old Covenant where God required the Jews to sacrifice a lamb to expiate the sins of the people. Remember, the lamb was sacrificed in the temple. People brought lambs to the temple. Lamb symbolized the price that was to be paid for the sins. Still also, another image of the lamb was that on the very holiest day of the year, for the Jews was Passover. And back in their history, Passover, each family sacrificed and eats a lamb to recall their liberation from Egypt on the day of, in the day of Moses. And on that day, God allowed the death of the firstborn child and the animals of the Egyptian, but he spared the Hebrews in order to indicate who would be spared the blood of the lamb that was sacrificed was placed on the doorpost of the Hebrew homes. Thus the blood of the lamb signified God's merciful and saving love. Finally, another image of the lamb is that the lamb always goes silently to be slaughtered. 
As I said, the lamb takes Israel's sins upon itself and wipes them away through its suffering obedience. And so by calling Jesus the Lamb of God, John reminds us of all of these Old Testament images pointing towards Christ, who is the true Savior. And of course, Jesus, as he continued in his own ministry, he used this rich image of the Lamb and shepherding very often as well. So what a rich image to begin our ordinary time today. And always when we come, of course, every week in ordinary time, that rich image when we receive the Eucharist, the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Sometimes it's good to recall these basic images of our faith and reflect upon the rich meaning that they have for our lives. And of course, Jesus' birth that we just celebrated, he was born to, to reunite all of us once again to God. And it will only be in him, in our being united to him, that we will ultimately find our true happiness. This is the very reason that nothing else in the world will ultimately satisfy us and our deepest desires. It can never be money, even though people seek lots of money oftentimes. Why? Because money ultimately runs out can never be pleasure, because pleasure ultimately wears out. can never be power, because look at the way power always corrupts. Our hearts were made for more than all of these things. Our hearts were only made for love, for eternal love, that can only come from God. Adam and Eve walked out on God. And following them, the whole human race was lost. We could not save ourselves. So Jesus came to save us. That's why he was born. He's the lamb whom, Jesus, whom John recognizes this day. He is the lamb who came to take away the sins of the world. Hard to understand, rich image, but it's so true. There was once a little boy who spent hours, days, weeks building a small model sailboat. He took this small model sailboat and put it in a river near his house. But soon it got away from him very, very quickly. He chased it along the bank, but the strong wind and carried it beyond his grasp. Heartbroken, he gave up. He let it go. Realizing he wanted a, another boat, if he wanted one, he'd have to build another one. Well, downriver, 
that boat that slipped away from him was found by a stranger who picked it up, admired it, quickly sold it in a, in a toy store down back in town where the boy lived. Later, the boy was walking through the town and quickly noticed his toy boat in the store window. The young boy explained his situation to the owner, but the owner didn't believe him and told him the only way he'd get the boat back was to buy it. But the boy wanted his boat back so bad, that's exactly what he did. When he got the boat back, he said, Little boat, now you are mine twice. I made you and I bought you. And that's exactly what God has done for us. We are twice his. He created us and he bought us when we were lost. Instead of paying cash, he bought us with his blood, the blood of the Lamb of God. And Jesus became a lamb for our redemption. And he showed us two things. First, that he loves us beyond a shadow of a doubt. And there's nothing ever that any of us can do that can extinguish that love that he has for us. He died while we were still sinners. He loves us and he always will. And we must never, ever, ever doubt how much God loves us. Whenever we find ourselves doubting that God loves you, know that that's a temptation that's not coming from God. It's coming from the devil. God loves us no matter what. And second, by giving himself up for our salvation, he showed us the true path to happiness. We were created not to indulge ourselves, but to give of ourselves. It's the only path to happiness. Christ conquered sin by giving of himself. We conquer sin and evil by doing the same thing in our lives. By loving, by giving, without counting the cost, and yes, by forgiving, as difficult as that is by forgiving without conditions. So as I hold the lamb up and invite you to come to the supper of the lamb, we are all invited to be such models. And it can only happen that comes with the grace when we receive the Eucharist. May we open our hearts to receive that grace this day, the grace that will fall upon us as we, as we pray. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us.